Welcome back, me sweet listener. I'm Donna Peters. I'm an advisor to executives and next generation leaders who strive to be both career oriented and life minded. The Me Sweet podcast is a forum for how to lead our lives with more purpose, planning, and power, like C suites lead the companies we most admire. The C suite wakes up every day focused on three key decisions. Number one, are we living our own core values? Number two, is everything running smoothly in our day-to-day? And number three, how do we as individuals stay fresh and relevant for the future we desire to have? You get the idea. We each need a C-suite mentality for leading our own lives. We each need a me-suite, a source of power for the life-minded. Let's get in there. I have invited here today Jason Rumpf. Jason is a certified personal trainer. He has been running his own business in this space for over 15 years. His business is called Atlanta's Top Trainer. Jason is certified by the American Council on Exercise and is also a medical exercise specialist. And it is with great pleasure that I introduce to you Jason Rumpf. Hey, Donna. Thank you for having me. Jason, I came across a quote today that is from Aristotle. And it is, we are what we repeatedly do. What we consistently focus on flourishes. What we don't focus on will not. I want people to hear from you and to learn more about your mindset around training because I I don't think that a, a trainer is not just good because they know the moves and they know how to make exercise fun. I think there's an awful lot of uh, mental coaching and yes. motivation uh, that goes in here. And I think you're very special in this way. So we'll get into that detail in just a moment. But as you know, because you are an avid listener to all of my podcasts. That's right. I would like to ask you to start with, what are your core values? My core values, Donna, are would be three things. Energy, balance, and peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I focus on energy by following a good sleep schedule, which gives me good energy each day to perform at my highest capabilities. Um, I also make sure that I consume nutritious foods, mm-hmm. plant-based foods. Foods that are plant-based don't weigh me down. They mm-hmm. don't uh, kill off my energy. Balance, it's, mm-hmm. which is similar to energy. Um, balance, back to that sleep schedule. I make sure that I sleep adequately each night, at least for the most part. And that allows me to have that energy through the day. And then I'm also very mindful of how I spend the other hours of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, 168 hours in that week, what is the breakdown of that? And are, are my activities balanced? Mm-hmm. The sleep, the exercise, the family time, mm-hmm. um, and the the work, obviously work as well. Mm-hmm. And I try to make sure that I have a good allocated balance of all of those aspects. And then... Peace. For me, peace is important. What I mean by that is maintaining a calm demeanor in different types of situations, staying humble, and then just uh, I prefer quiet environments and I prefer quieter music, Mm. jazz and calmer music uh, just calms my mind and I just enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So those are the three, energy, balance, and peace. Okay, great. I'm going to remember peace when you're asking me to do something that I don't like. That's right. That's right. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Let's dive into the chief fitness officer mindset now, the selfish reason that I brought you here today, and maybe start with perhaps the most difficult question, which is how do you define fitness? 
it's a tough uh, term to define, and uh, each person can define it differently. I like to use a uh, the acronym Seesaw, and well, what the heck does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. Well, a Seesaw, back to my three uh, core values, is uh, has to be balanced. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes up and down on each side, and when each side is, when both of the sides are of equal weight, it's balanced. But there's also a lot behind that 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 word seesaw as well. Mm-hmm. Seesaw is an acronym, and beginning with the letter S, uh, S stands for sleep. Mm-hmm. And then the second letter E stands for eat. And what I mean by eat, I mean eating clean, plant-based foods. Mm-hmm. The second E is exercise. And then the letter S stands for sunshine. And what I mean by sunshine is vitamin D, adequate vitamin D mm-hmm. into the system. A, it stands for air, fresh air, fresh, clean air. Mm-hmm. And then W is water, hydration, adequate hydration. So the seesaw there uh, is a good way of bringing together the six pieces of significance that I find uh, to be uh, what builds fitness for me. And if those, uh, if the human body is getting those consistently, mm-hmm. there will be fitness. Fitness will result. Mm-hmm. So the definition of fitness is balancing things on the seesaw. Sleep, eat, exercise, sunshine, air, and water. We'll right. also have that in the show notes if people are driving or jogging right now. There you go. They right. can go see them in the show notes to, to jog their memory. What separates people who prioritize fitness from those who don't in your experience? In my experience, um, it's it's very straightforward. Those who prioritize fitness in the right ways, mm-hmm. they simply live different lives than from those who don't. Mm-hmm. And they live much better lives from what I see. They live better lives because their energy levels are greater, the sleep is better, the careers that they follow are more mm-hmm. successful. And so it's just a different it's just a different life altogether. It makes sense to me too because if you think about the quality of your life, that quality is driven by the decisions that you make. Right. right. If you're exhausted all the time or you're hurting all the time, you're probably not making good decisions. In in the business world, we're always taught don't make a decision when you're angry. Right. Take a moment to cool off right before you go do something rash. Right. So imagine on the seesaw, if I don't have good sleep, exactly, I'm probably not a good decision maker, and right. then I just have this whole snowball effect going on. Right, and it's it's you know the there's the pieces are so intertwined. Yeah, and the when one is off, then the second one is off, and then more and more of those items yeah. come off kilter, and it's and it's very challenging to reverse that process mm-hmm. and. Uh, achieve that balance again and get those pieces back together. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 challenging. But once you're there, once you, you know, that's the hardest part is getting started on making uh, fitness a priority. Yeah. It's always harder to get started to do that than it is to maintain it. Yeah. Once you have, as, as you can, I believe, agree with just mm-hmm. in your own personal experience, now that you've made fitness a priority and you have the elements, the seesaw elements in place, continuing on and maintaining that is much easier than it is to start it. Yeah. I want to get real for a moment. I usually like to ask my guests, 
let's talk about practical things we could start doing differently on Monday. And I'm going to want to give an example from my own life. Mm-hmm. For the first many years when we were working together, I was traveling on the road Monday through Thursday. Right. So you and I would meet on Fridays and Saturdays. Right. So it's like cram it all into two exactly. days, right? A very tough schedule. Yeah. Uh, and then I also started to then sprinkle in because of your flexibility and creativity with technology. Right. I would sometimes sprinkle in video sessions from my hotel room. Right. Using no equipment at all. Exactly. Maybe some water bottles. That's right. Um, we got creative sometimes. We got very creative. And I remember blocking on my work calendar three o'clock every Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I had a, a standing meeting that was basically my meeting with you. Right. It had to change sometimes, of course. Sure. But it just it but it forced the rhythm. And I, I do find if people are having trouble prioritizing exercise, figuring out what is possible to accommodate versus versus what is non-negotiable. Right. Is is the first place to start. Because you have to start somewhere and it's so complicated. It, fe- it can feel so overwhelming and complicated. Right. It's, it's about finding, yeah, doing what you can, um, making the adjustments in your schedule and your surroundings mm-hmm. to do what you can when you can yeah. and, and, and creating some momentum. And momentum is so important here in this overall discussion. You know, getting, your, getting one's life in balance and one's priorities in balance and one's um, fitness, you know, there at the top, it's, it's, it's a challenge. Picking the right trainer is part of this equation, too. The right. creativity that you brought because of my weird work schedule. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, right, but sure. But I, I do think pick, picking the right trainer is a, is a critical component to this equation. It's impossible to pick up a newspaper. Do people even pick up newspapers anymore? It's impossible to read online <laughs> about right. uh, any article that isn't about what exercises you should be doing and here's exactly. the latest trick or latest trend. Go buy this equipment. But you have a philosophy that there are some very basic, core, fundamental exercises that we all should be doing right? that are the pillars of fitness. Can yes. you share that with the listeners? Because I think you help us simplify it. Exactly. Which is important. Um, you know, the, uh, the paradox of too much choice out mm-hmm. there online is, is out of control. And there's too many, too many mm-hmm. trainers, too many uh, exercise programs, too mm-hmm. many lists of what he or she should be doing. And what I would like to do is get our listeners to um, narrow down mm-hmm. um, the basics of a proper exercise program, the basic movements mm-hmm. that build a good foundational exercise program, mm-hmm. strength training program. The squatting motion. Okay. Hinging. Okay. Is that bending up and down at the waist? That is uh, hinging at the hip. Hinging at the hip. Okay. And then upper body push, mm-hmm. upper body pull, mm-hmm. and core stabilization. Okay. And those are the five. Okay. What advice do you have for people who are in a lull with their fitness or who are really struggling prioritizing it? It's mindfulness and understanding what the obstacles are in place. Mm-hmm. So each person has their own lifestyles and their own sets of obstacles that get in the way of making fitness a priority and making exercise a priority. Mm -hmm. So it's the mindfulness of identifying those obstacles and then working around them. Mm -hmm. You know, how, how negotiable, how adjustable are those obstacles? You know, if you have, if you uh, work these hours during the work week, well, Mm -hmm. you can't exercise during those hours. And maybe you have to either pick before or after work, 
It doesn't matter what time of day one exercises. Someone can exercise any time of the day. I think you're raising something very interesting about people who are in a lull because I also think we sometimes have assumptions around what it means to fit in exercise. It doesn't mean you have to go find 60 minutes. Right. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. You know, the whole whole time frame of a 60-minute workout, that's just one of the many assumptions Mm -hmm. that people have in in the exercise exercise Mm -hmm. program. But no, 60 minutes is not a uh, trick. It's not the key period of time that one needs to be active. There are ways to be very effective, um, to build very effective workouts and, and challenge the body in much less time. Yeah. 15 minutes, 20 minutes here or there. Yeah. And it all depends on what, you know, what's going on each day and finding that little slot each day mm-hmm. when you need to, to get what you need to get done in that period of time. Yeah. So there are absolutely, I've, I've built uh, fitness programs, little workouts that are 15 minutes long for a client at my gym. And it's much more effective than watching the people around me working out for an hour, hour plus. Yeah. And it's all about efficiency. Yeah. It boils down to the efficient use of that time. I think we need to be challenging assumptions about what it really means to have an effective workout. Right. Meaning how long would it need to be? What do you do when you're in that workout? Absolutely. And do you even need equipment? I think we need to be challenging assumptions about equipment. That's another uh, assumption as well. Mm -hmm. And we don't, one does not need particularly all the expensive equipment out there. Yeah. I think that they're largely actually distractions. Mm. All of the, all the technology of behind all the fitness programming today mm-hmm. just distracts us from uh, what the core foundational aspects of fitness are. Being mindful of what you're doing in real time with mm-hmm. your workout. If you're if you're jogging on a treadmill, you uh-huh. can find 20 30 minutes and make it a really effective workout. You don't need you don't need the Peloton $10,000 treadmill mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. It's about just being mindful, challenging yourself, and, and understanding how you're challenging your body and, um, and, and just doing that most effectively yeah. that way. Yeah, I think I challenge anybody just to do an every minute on the minute exercise with you for 12 minutes. Right. And then they'll realize exactly how just how challenging <laughs> and uh, yeah. effective twelve minutes can be Absolutely. without equipment, right? Without a yeah, yeah, right. Without a single piece of equipment, yeah. Using the body, the body is the most. Uh, it is the best tool yeah. for strength training. Yeah, I've learned a lot about that from you. Mm-hmm. If somebody wanted a trainer, mm-hmm. how do you recommend people think about how do you pick a trainer? Make sure that the trainer that you're looking for is certified and currently certified mm-hmm. by one of the main certifying bodies. And then um, beginning to work with him or her and just kind of seeing how the two of you work together. Mm-hmm. Just like each each listener here today um, has a different type of personality and different kind of communication skills. Mm-hmm. Different trainers have different personalities and communication skills. Yeah. And so it's about finding what works for you uh, as the client and finding that trainer that you can kind of get into a groove with and build consistency with. Yeah. But, you know, the main things are first and foremost, making sure that he or she is certified, Mm -hmm. currently certified by a major certifying body. And then that's about it, really. It's about, other than that, you got to feel it out Mm -hmm. and, and, and understand how the trainer works with you in the programming. 
If someone wants to get started with a trainer, do you recommend a certain number of sessions? How should they think about that? I do. I think that each person, if they were able to commit to five sessions with a trainer mm-hmm. and purchasing those sessions all in one group together, mm-hmm. not buying uh, one at a time up to five, mm-hmm. but investing in a group of five sessions mm-hmm. with that trainer so that the trainer and the client can work together and the trainer can teach the client about each of the uh, key movements that I identified earlier. Mm-hmm. And going through those and building that foundational uh, exercise program mm-hmm. that's so important for everyone. Mm-hmm. I have a podcast on financial health. Right. And one of the mantras in that one is we vote with our wallets. Right. So how we spend our money is what we have prioritized as important. Absolutely. My philosophy is I'm paying now, so I'm not paying later. Absolutely. As I'm older, I will be healthy, independent, less likely to fall, less likely to be on a bunch of medicines, less likely to need medical procedures. Can you talk a little bit about your philosophy of pay now or pay later? Absolutely. Uh, You know, I also have a a good finance background Mm -hmm. in college, and I think about investments. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think about the cost of hiring a trainer now as an investment. Mm -hmm. And what is the return on the investment down the road? Uh They will pay later. Yeah. Those who don't invest in their fitness program now um, will pay down the road financially. Yeah. Uh, for these various health issues. Yeah. Because they did not make fitness a priority now. Mm-hmm. I listened to a Hidden Brain podcast the other day with Shankar Vedantan, and it was on habits and how to build habits. Right. And they were interviewing several researchers. And some of the research was saying that the real way to build habits is to be repeatedly doing something so you aren't even thinking about it anymore. Right, right. So the opposite of think about it all the time Right, exactly. To build the habit, it's make it so part of who you are and what you do that you're not even thinking about. Right, it's 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 mindless. Yeah. Um, and and that that goes back to what I said a while back about getting getting started is always the most difficult thing. Mm-hmm. After you've gotten started mm-hmm. and you've made fitness a priority and you've made exercise a priority and it's a consistent, you got that good snowball rolling. Mm-hmm. The mindfulness decreases. the the demands on the mind decreases mm-hmm. substantially because it's automatic. If you can't afford a trainer mm-hmm. in, at currently, you have to do some research mm-hmm. and learn about the important movements that I mentioned earlier, yes. the squatting and the hinging, the pushing, pulling, and core stabilization. Okay. And you kind of have to teach yourself about those movements. Yeah. And um, there are ways to do that. There are online articles and online videos mm-hmm. that will teach you these movements. And learning how to uh, do them correctly and safely. Mm -hmm. And then also learning how to progress with them. What I see all the time Mm -hmm. is people coming in and doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Doing the same movement, the same number of reps, the same type of weight. And uh, if, if, if one focuses on progressing, doing a little more each week and pushing the limits on the repetitions of, say, a push up on the floor or a, just an air squat, just a bodyweight squat, and um, getting better and building that efficiency, building the body's efficiency, building the strength, and doing a little more, a few more reps 
here and there each week mm -hmm. and progressing, learning how to progress and not just doing the same number of reps and the same amount of weight each time, each yeah. week. So yeah. the progression is very key. But when you don't, when you can't afford a trainer, uh, you have to teach, you're going to have to teach yourself what the trainer was going to teach you. Yeah. That's what it boils down to and yeah. learning how to do those movements correctly and safely. Yeah. So let me remind people how to find you if they're interested in finding you. Mm -hmm. Preferably on Facebook. Right. Atlanta's Top Trainer. Absolutely. Yes. Is the name of your business. Right. And also by email at info at atltoptrainer.com. Correct. And again, we'll have this in the show notes. Okay. Uh, so people can more directly get to you. Right. And thank you for sharing your expertise with us. And thank you for being you in my life. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Donna. And thank you for being such a fantastic client over the years. And uh, the pleasure has been mine working with you. Thank you for joining us in the Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. Subscribe to the podcast. Share ideas for future episode topics. Visit us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and at themesuite.com. That's the dash me dash suite.com suite like executive suite that's the dash me dash suite.com the me suite a source of power for the life-minded